Top of the morning. Top of the morning. This is Pastor Richie. Today is Thursday. It is my late night. So I'm up out doing some runs as normal. But I just wanted to take a few moments and talk to you out of the word of God. I wanted to take a moment and talk to you out of the scriptures. This is a season that God is doing exactly what he said. This is a season that God is going to manifest his promise in your life. So I want you to get excited about what God is doing in your life. I want you to get excited about this season that you are in. I want you to get happy. I want you to be full of joy today because Isaac is coming. What God has intended to do in your life since the very beginning is going to be manifest in this season. Uh, last night at Empowering the Blended Family, <clears throat> we begin to talk about and deal with the topic of, of dating. We begin to deal with uh, relationships and things of the sort. Um, today, what God has put on my heart, I want to encourage you, those who are having challenges in relationships, those who are having challenges in partnerships, I want to encourage you that God is going to send you <coughs> exactly what you need. See, in critical times, that's what God does. He's a very present help. And I'm at a red light. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. I want you to look at the mindset of God. The Bible says that St. John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sends his son, Jesus, to save the world from their sins. He sends the answer. He sends the light at the appropriate time because we cannot become righteous through the blood of a goat or a lamb or a bullock, Hebrews 9 and 12, not by the blood of goats or rams or bullocks, but by his own blood, by his own blood. He obtained for us eternal redemption. So God sent a son and that son was a solution in the earth. And when that solution came to the earth, Matthew 20, 28, even as the son of man, he came not to be ministered to, but to minister and give his life as a ransom. For many. So God sent us exactly what we needed in Jesus Christ. Everything that we needed is found in Jesus. If, if you're not feeling your best today, he bore your grief. Watch this. He carried your sorrow. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace, it was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. So everything that you need is found in the life of Jesus. So God does send you exactly what you need. So I'm thankful first and foremost, and that's where your faith should lie, your most holy faith. You can be thankful and you can be appreciative at the fact that if he sent us his son, there's nothing else he's not willing to do. If he died for us, there's nothing else He's, and he did. There's nothing else. He that spared not his own son, but he delivered him up for us all. How shall he not 
with them freely. Romans 8.32. Give us all things. In our text this morning, we're in Genesis chapter number 24. And I want to prophesy to you that Isaac is coming. God's original intent for your life is going to be seen and it's going to be manifest in this season. Isaac is coming. What God wants to do in your life is going to be manifest. Let us look at the character of Isaac. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 23, the chapter before that, that Sarah, Isaac's mother, and we know she went through a lot to birth Isaac. She had him at 90, but now she's, it's 27 years uh, later. She's 117 years old and she passes. So Isaac is in his early uh, 20s. Isaac is a grown man at this point in time. The promise has been manifest, but the Bible says in a season that the promise is manifest that there's a loss. His, his mother passes in Genesis chapter number 23. And there's no talk about how Isaac grieves. There's no talk about how he deals with the loss of a relationship that is really close to him. There are those of us, we're in a season of promise, but we're still trying to come to terms with people that we thought would be here, with people that meant everything to us, with people that we feel are irreplaceable. When you think about a mother, you think about a relationship that cannot be replaced. When you think about uh, and, and then the type of mother that he had, all that she went through, the shame and the embarrassment. And she protected Isaac. She didn't let people mock him. She, she didn't let anybody just do anything to her child. See, that's what you do with the word of God. When, when God gives you a word, because Isaac represents the word that was spoken by God and his intentions. When God sends you a word, you fight. You fight in your heart and in your mind. You you fight anything and and you challenge anything that comes to conflict. The Bible says casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. If it's not what God said, I'm going to cast that imagination down because that's not the will of God for my life. So Isaac, for all intents and purposes, he has a right to be grieved because he has lost his mother. He has lost the one that has birthed him out. And now he's coming into his own. But isn't that something? At a time and a season that you're coming into your own, people that you thought would be there are not there at that time. And watch this. Watch God the Father. I want you to see the nature of of God. God will send you exactly what you need. I'm at a red light. The Bible says that Abraham, the father of the promise, the, the, the one who released the seed for Isaac to be who he was. The father says to his eldest servant, he says, I need you to go and find my son, Isaac, a suitable Helpmate, find him a wife. My, my my son has lost his mother, 
and he needs another relationship in his life for where he's going in this season. I want to say this to every father, to every mother, to every uh, parent. God knows exactly what you need. And God, I'll say it to you the way God has given it to me. God will possess people with your progress. God will possess people with your progress. The, the Bible says that it is Abraham's eldest servant. And I'll say this to servants. What the father cannot oftentimes say to the son, the father will always say and give instructions to the servant. It is the servant that gets the instructions from the father. It, it is the servant that gets privileged information. The, the father doesn't have the conversation with Isaac and say, Isaac, I don't know if you can make the right choice for your life, but the father has the relationship with the servant and he's able to tell the servant because I know you care about my son. I want to give you this information concerning Isaac. I, I don't want him to make a choice from the land of Canaan, but I want him to go back to the land of my people and I want him to have help from this environment. God gives secrets to servants. The father always shares secrets to those that serve him. You better read St. John chapter 15, 13 and 14. He says, henceforth, I call you no longer servant. He said, but I call you friend for everything that the father has made known unto me. He says, I'm going to make it known unto you. Watch this. The father says to the eldest servant, he says, listen, I want you to make sure that he gets a wife. And from this particular area, because we want to make sure that the bloodline continues to grow and that it is established appropriately. See, while you are grieving, while you are dealing with some of the challenges that you are dealing with, the father, the father has on his heart and on his mind to get to you what you need. And when God is sending help to you, he sends help to you through a relationship. I have, I've designed certain people to be in your life. One person left, but God always designs and he makes something specifically for you. And he puts you on the heart of somebody else. There are two people, the father and the servant are concerned about the son, Isaac, and they want to make sure that Isaac has the type of help that he needs in his life. The servant receiving instructions from his father says, Lord, I need help. He prays, Lord, I need help so that I can choose the right kind of person. Watch this. The help that the servant, it's on his heart. This is the type of help. And based on my relationship with Isaac, I know Isaac needs this kind of help. The kind of help, prophetically, Isaac is coming. The kind of help that God is sending in this season is an accommodating help. The servant says, if she is a woman, if she's the type of person that can be courteous, that is hospitable, he says, if she pours and gives me water, and watch this, 
she gives my camels water as well. I want Isaac to have the kind of person in his life that is not just conscious of how to treat authorities, but is conscious of how she deals with all people. You may have been in a relationship. You may have been in a circumstance, and I'm at a red light or a situation in the past that they were not courteous or considerate. But Isaac is coming. And what God is sending in your life in this season, God is putting people in your life who are going to consider you, who, who are going to value what you need in this season. The Bible says this is somebody that's a servant. The servant doesn't see Isaac as his competition. The servant manages the household, but the servant is not in competition with Isaac. The servant is there to make sure that Isaac gets what he needs. I know my role. God is going to put us in proper alignment with people so that it is not it is not a competition, but it is a complementing of gifts and talents. The Bible says that he could not even finish speaking. See, anytime, and that's what prosperity is. Prosperity is, is what you want to see happen in other people's life. Third John chapter third John verse one and two. The Bible says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So Abraham's eldest servant, which you can find his name in Genesis chapter 15, Eleazar, Abraham's eldest servant, he wishes above all things that Isaac would prosper. I'm over the house. I'm in the house. I manage the house. I know everything concerning the house, but my desire for you, I don't want your position. I want your prosper. I, I want you to prosper. I, I, I don't want your role. I want things to be well uh, with you. God's going to send you exactly what you need. There are those of us, we are almost shell-shocked because of the resistance. When, when you showed up in the environment as Isaac, as the promise, at times there are those who resisted who you were. See, but in this season, the Bible says, read Genesis chapter 24 in your leisure. God sends Isaac exactly what he needs. Eleazar, the eldest servant, says, Lord, I want you to do this for Isaac. Uh, that's a prayer. I, I want you to bless the son of Abraham. I, I, I want you to bless Isaac. I want you to bless Isaac with good, healthy relationships. And I'm part. People that love you, people that love you and are concerned about you, they are praying that your relationships are healthy. Bless you, woman of God. People that are concerned about you, people that wish you well, they are concerned that God brings the right people in your life. And he, he's praying for confirmation. He says, Lord, bring the type of woman in Isaac's life that pours water, that is courteous, that is hospitable. Bring the type of woman in Isaac's uh, life that not that doesn't just have value for me, but give Isaac the type of relationship and covenant partnership that she cares about all people. You want to be encouraged in this season while you are dealing with your losses, 
while you're focusing on what died and what is no longer in your world, God has you in mind and God is sending you exactly what you need. Now watch this. I don't get to determine what I need. Isaac does not determine his need. The father sees his need and the father puts it on somebody's heart to pray, to pray for Isaac and to get to Isaac what he needs. See, God's original intent is not about what you prayed for. It is about what he designed to be in your life from the very beginning. I want you to just have this. This is what I want for you. This is my design for you. I am possessing people with your progress. I am putting people in your life that it is their soul. It is their soul assignment to sow into your life. And their seed is the seed of prayer. Their seed is the seed of intercession. The Bible says he couldn't even get finished praying. The Bible says the elder servant couldn't read it in your leisure. He could not even finish his prayer. And the Bible says Rebecca showed up. Hospitality. He asked God, send somebody that's hospitable. The, the, the way I'll know that she is the one for Isaac is that she is going to be hospitable to me and to what's mine. The Bible says in Isaiah 65, 24, before you call, I will answer. And while you are yet speaking, I, we are in a season that that God is hearing us and he's hearing some of us because it is our desire just to be a blessing to people. It is our desire just to see things go well with people. You're not a hater. You're the I celebrate what God is doing in other people. God's going to bless you because you celebrate and you've celebrated and you've invested and sold seeds into what God was doing in somebody else's life. The Bible says that she she gives him water. I, I'm going to serve you. She, she What's this? She's not like the woman at the well in St. John chapter 4. She, she doesn't get into a back and forth with Eliezer, Abram's, uh, Abraham's eldest servant and say, we don't have any uh, dealings. She's not that woman. When she's at the well and she just serves everybody. She's not looking for a man. She's looking to be a solution. She's not looking to be taken care of. Her, her role is, I got something to give you. I'm not looking for anything uh, from you. I'm here to get, I'm here to bless you. See, I, I, I'm here to bless you today. I'm here to bless you and give you water because God has given the strength that I have is to make sure people are refreshed. I use my energy just to encourage people. See, Rebecca uses her energy to encourage, to refresh people. She gives a man that she just met. She serves him with kindness. She serves him with gentleness. And she confirms that his prayer is answered. And she serves his animals as well. She gives them water as well. Now watch this. And I'll say this. I'll say this and you catch this. The Bible says that because of how she served, this eldest servant, he, he gives her earrings and jewels. 
See, when you function, oh God, when this woman functions in a level of gentleness and her gentleness causes her to be treated as a jewel. She functions in a level of kindness and her kindness towards this stranger causes her to be engaged as what are you putting out there? What what is your character putting out? If you put the character of gentleness out there and watch this, some of us, we have put the right character uh, out, but for the wrong person. Some of us, we put the right thing uh, out, but for the wrong person and in the wrong season. But in the fullness of time, God sends Isaac exactly what he needs because he's in a time that he needs comfort because he's lost a solid relationship. The Bible says that she gets to him what he needs and now he gives her jewels. He gives her jewels and necklaces and earrings and he treats her as a jewel because of how kind, how soft, how gentle she is and they begin to talk and she invites him back to the house. When he gets back to the house, the things that God does against us, there is no law. The, the things that God does, he does it decently in context, in context, in context that relates to prophecy. But when God does something, you can read Genesis one and one and two. When God does something, what's the way that it, you'll know it's him is that it'll end up in order. He won't leave the earth uh, without form and void and there'd be darkness. No, there's going to be light. There's going to be an understanding. So although the father has asked the servant to make sure my son gets a good wife, there has to be some kind of communi communication. They get back. You got to read this text in your leisure. They get back to the house and the eldest servant tells Laban and Bethuel. He tells them that I came here for this purpose. I came here because Isaac, Abraham's son, was looking for a wife. I came here because Abraham's son needs help. He he needs a good relationship. And I prayed to God and I, I'm here and I showed up in this season based on my prayer. I'm not showing up by accident. I'm, I didn't meet Rebecca by accident. Now watch this. Isaac has nothing to do with this process. Isaac don't know Rebecca from a man in the moon. All of this is happening behind the scenes because it is God's intention to get to Isaac what he needs. It is God's intention to make sure that Isaac is not alone, that Isaac has the kind of comfort and the relationship and the character. See, it is on God to make sure who you are connected to has a certain level of character. You can do a background check. You can look at this and you can look at uh, that. But trusting God and understanding his love, God will put people in your life that will do all the back. See, what Eleazar represents is I'm going to do the background check on this girl. I'm going to make sure she lines up. And watch this. Not only am I going to make sure that she lines up, I'm going to 
I'm going to give the resume of Isaac as well to her father. I am going to respect the relationships that have already been established with this girl. See, when God does things, there's peace. There's peace connected to the relationships that God bring you into covenant with. The confirmation is always peace. They come into agreement. And he says, listen, this exchange, when I prayed to God, she showed up as a, res as a response to what I asked. She was an answer to my prayer. She has value, not just because she was beautiful. She has value because she is an answer to, to something I prayed, to, to something I wanted to see happen in somebody else's life. I want you to understand, God has already put people in your life that are praying for you to do well, that are praying for you to succeed, that want you to be uh, happy. The Bible says that Laban says, okay, let's see what we can do because she belongs to this house. The servant makes an exchange of silver and gold. And he says, I got to get back to the house of my master. Laban says, just, just stay a while. He says, no, I need to go immediately. Now watch this. Although she's in somebody's house, she has a voice. This is a woman. Rebecca is a woman that has a voice and a choice. She doesn't just go based on the exchange of silver and gold. She doesn't just accept the gift. They ask her, Rebecca, how do you feel about everything that is transpired? It's, it's a choice that she makes. And she says, I feel good about this exchange. And I, I am going to go with him. I'm getting ready to let you go. The Bible says it like this. When the eldest servant shows up with Rebecca. The Bible says that Isaac is coming from Lerohi, which means the well of the living one that sees me. The Bible says that Isaac was in the field and he was meditating. Read Genesis 24, 62. The Bible says Isaac while all of this was going on, Isaac has no idea that the, el the father and the servant have been making provision to get to Isaac a healthy relation. Isaac has no idea that God is about to send him a wife. He, he has no idea that God is getting ready to send him a comforter. See, Rebecca represents the comforter. Rebecca represents the Holy Spirit is a, the Holy Ghost is a comforter. And the Holy Ghost gives you comfort in times of need. The Bible says that Isaac, who she is connected to, because it's not that she is just a gift. No, they both have great, she serves. They both have great value. She serves, she's hospitable. She's kind to everybody. And Isaac is the type of person that when I am overwhelmed, I go to a rock that is higher than I. Isaac is coming. See, what has been birthed in you since the seed of the word was sown, Isaac, what has been birthed in you 
is that when you experience losses, opposed to being depressed and down, that's what all of this has been about. Uh, opposed to being depressed and under the gun. Uh, the Bible says that Isaac came from the well, came from the place of Lerohi, and the Bible says he was meditating in the field. He was talking to himself about the promises of God. He was in a place of grief and loss, but he knew what to say to himself. See, God develops men and women. God developed this man and this man was strong because he knew what to say to himself. He, while I am dealing with my losses, I got to talk to myself. I got to talk to myself and I know God sees me. I know God sees me and I'm going to talk to myself about what God has promised. The Bible says that Isaac was in the field meditating. Watch this. God creates. There's a love story. God says Isaac lifted up his eyes. Genesis 24, 62, 63. And then the Bible says as he lifted up his eyes, she was on her journey with Eliezer and she lifted up her eyes and they saw each other. The Bible says nowhere in this text did they talk about how Isaac was grieving, but his mother died in the prior chapter. The Bible says that when he lifted up his eyes, she lifted up her eyes. They came together. The Bible says he brought her into the tent of Sarah. When he meets her, he brings her into the environment that represents security. He provides security for his wife, for this woman. He wants her to know that you are not just any kind of person. I wish my mother was here, but I'm going to put you under my mother's tent. The Bible says when he brings her in to his mother's tent, the Bible says, and Isaac, oh God, Isaac was comforted from the death of his mother, Sarah. When Rebecca came into his life, the Bible says that Isaac received the comforter and the comforter helped him to deal with things that were dying. Isaac, Isaac is coming. I want to prophesy to you in this moment. God is giving you help and strength to deal with what has died. God is sending you help. The Holy Ghost is going to help you with what has died, with what, with the losses, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost helps me to come to terms with the things I have lost. The, the Holy Ghost helps me to come to terms with the things that I don't God, why did this happen? Isaac is coming. Why did this happen in my life? Why did that happen in my, the Holy Ghost helps you to deal with things. The tent represents the closet. He, he, he went into a, the tent. He, he went into a place that was isolated, that was designed for covenant relationship. He, he went into a tent and he brought her into the tent and he received comfort. It was something about her nature. It was something about who she was that brought comfort to his soul and to his spirit. See, that's what the Holy Ghost does. The Holy Ghost 
help without a drink, without smoking, no side effects. See, the right relationship will cause you not to need certain things. The right covenant partnership. See, when you partner with the Holy Ghost, the Bible says that the spirit itself, Romans 8, 26, it helpeth our infirmities because we don't know how to pray as we ought. But the spirit itself, it makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Isaac never prayed for a wife. Isaac never prayed for Rebecca to come. It was God's intention for his life to have somebody that would comfort him, that could be an answer and could serve as a solution in his world. I want to encourage you today. You might be in one land, but God has a design for your life. God wants to partner you with, with an Isaac. Isaac, God wants to partner you with Rebecca. Uh, people of God, God wants to lead you and guide you through the Holy Ghost. Lord Jesus, today, every person that is grieving, every person that's dealing with relational family partnership losses. I pray today, send them a Rebecca. Send them an answer. Send them an Eliezer. I thank you for the things that you have designed to build your people up. Let Eliezer show up. Let those who mean well for your people, not just mean well, but let them do well concerning your, we come into alignment with what you want to do. God, and we confess that we don't know, but we ask you, what is it that you want to see happen? We are Isaac today. What is it that you want to see happen in our lives? What is it that you want to see manifest in our lives? What is it that you want to see established? We have done all of the driving up until this point, but we are like Isaac today. Despite our losses, we make a decision to get to a quiet place. We get to an open place. We go to our field. And because like Lerohi, we know you see us. We meditate on what you have said. While we are waiting on you to help us from within. Because all we thought was that you were going to make us feel better. God, not only can you make us feel better, but you can feel us with better. Not only can you make us feel better, but you feel us with better. You gave us better. When your son died and when we tarried to Jerusalem until we wouldn't do with power. But when you release the Holy Ghost, you filled us with better. I think let that be an outpour. Isaac is coming. Let that be an outpour of the spirit today for every person that feels empty to every person that feels lost to every person that doesn't know what to do with grief. Oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I speak strength to the hearts and the minds of every Isaac, every promise, every person of promise that is dealing with grief. I speak that God, that the Holy Ghost would comfort you today, that he would comfort your heart and comfort your mind. Oh God, that he would comfort your heart today and comfort your mind. In no other name, but in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I want you to understand 
I want you to understand Isaac is coming. I want you to understand Isaac is coming. And what God has put in you, God has put another word in you that you will survive the loss. You will survive the transition. You will, anything that is happening in your world, you will not just survive it, but you will thrive in this season. I want you to say this with me. And this is my perspective on life. Life, you are not my enemy. But life, God bless you. I love you. We will talk again later.